Welcome to another episode of Coffee Break with the CompTIA Councils. Today, I am with Tony Francisco, who is the CEO of Cloud Plus and is one of our channel advisory board members. And um, we were talking last week at our ChannelCon event, and we were talking about it's really all about the customer experience. And I thought this is a great topic for Tony to cover. And he actually thought about it, right? So he thought the title up. It's all about the customer experience. So when you think about customers, um, there's vendors, distributors, solution providers, end users, all in this world of um, technology that we live in. And uh, he wanted to kind of cover the angle of how um, customers and, and what customers are looking for. So Tony, um, uh, the first bullet we wanted to hit, well, welcome first off. Thank you, Chris. I, I love being a part of the CompTIA community. It was great seeing you and everyone in Las Vegas. So. All right, so let's tackle vendors first, right? So when you think about vendors, they have a few different customers sometimes. So um, vendors have distributors as customers, but they also have solution providers as customers. Sometimes they even have end users as customers. So what do you think about the, the vendors and their customer situation? Um, well, first, first going back to the original part about me thinking this up, I, I don't think there's anyone out there that has not thought about the customer experience and, and maybe there's a, you know, a, a moment of clarity. Uh, maybe there's a, a realization that they too are the customer, not just the vendor. Um, I, I think it's incredibly important that everyone realizes that we're all customers. Everyone is a customer. Everybody is purchasing something from someone, but we're also all vendors. We're all reselling something from someone else um, and or selling to someone else in some way, shape or form. Maybe that's selling yourself to uh, someone inside your company as a, a trusted advisor, a trusted comrade, whatever they may be, it, that, that you guys are a team. But we're all vendors. We're all customers. And, and there are different levels of customers, of course, uh, starting off with the uh, end customer that typically is serviced by the MSP in, in our industry, the managed service provider. Uh, the MSPs are typically uh, a customer being sold items through a distributor, and um, the a distributor is typically the customer being uh, sold items from the vendor, which leads back to your point of, as a vendor, how, how are they, you know, how are they to be um, valued or placed in this, in this hierarchy? And frankly, it kind of stinks. They're selling everything to everyone. So they're, they're, they're the end. <laughs> the, the ball ends with them. And, but they're also buying things from other people and to make something that's of merit to resell to their distributors, uh, to the MSPs, and with the advent of software service directly to the end customer. Um, so I would actually, believe it or not, start with the other side to make it easier, the end customer because that's where everything's going. Uh, software in the past was typically sold, sold, sold in the IT industry, and now software is purchased. You can pick up your cell phone and buy an application, um, and now you, can, as a customer and end user, you can go directly to uh, a company and purchase an enterprise-class email system just by clicking a button. Who would have thought that was possible You know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Uh, now it's commonplace. So the end customer, their experience, that's where you're that's where your vision has to be because if you can understand what that end customer is going to see and experience, it plays itself very nicely in all the other roles. Um, 
hopefully that answers part of the question. <laughs> so when you think about the the customer experience, right? And you the the title of this is really it's all about the customer experience. You know, I think that when you talk about that end user and how much they've changed over the last five seven years or so, um, they've gotten so much smarter. So you know, when you think about how as a vendor or solution provider distributor, you have to tailor your path and your process to that experience, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that, right? Since it's become so easy for, for an end user to, to buy something. Um, good rule of thumb is if your customer doesn't have a way to procure your item, your service, um, to manage that item or service, to, to pay for that item, uh, and service on a monthly basis if it's actually a service uh, and to get support for that item or service. If you don't have a singular, you know, autonomous location that they could access at any time to do all of those items, you are, um, you, you're, you're behind the times and, and that's where everything is going. The problem with that is we're all anchored with history <laughs> and, and that history makes it more difficult based on the current or the previous way that we're doing things, transitioning to what we're currently doing uh, and of course, moving forward to where things are going. Um, the end user experience should be, and I don't know how appropriate this is, but I, I like to build things, I call it drunk adult proof. Uh, there's gonna be somebody on a Friday night and they're just gonna be you know, having a, a drink and how easy is it for them to click on something and mess something up? How difficult will, will it be for them to purchase something new, to upgrade that, to manage it, to change the licensing, uh, to maybe think a little bit ahead without getting into the weeds and more importantly, messing things up? How easy is that process going to be? And if you can make that um, Apple simple, like iPad simple, I mean, any two-year-old can pick up an iPad and instantaneously understand how it works and how to operate it. We've all seen that happen. If you can make it that simple and play into the enterprise class offering, you have won, in my opinion. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, I think that that was the value of distribution. And we always talk about what's the value of distribution, right? By making it kind of the original single pane of glass, right? So when you think about distribution, it always was that one-stop shop. But as customers and clients have gotten smarter and quicker and faster, that experience now, it's kind of bypassed everybody and they just go to that, uh, you know, that iPad experience or that Amazon experience that we talk about, just how quickly can I buy something and research it and understand it? And um, they don't need as much help. Right. So I would also add on to that because I didn't quite address the how smart they've gotten. They, they say that 81 percent of all the decisions are made prior to the customer's first contact with the vendor. The research has been done. They know exactly what they want. The other side of that sword, the other the other blade, because it is a double blade, a double bladed sword, is that they're now finicky in essence, because they can now oscillate between their choices. They have a, they don't have a singular choice. They have a first, there's a list and there's always a top of the list. And maybe you are the top of the list, but rest assured, there's always a second, third, fourth to that. And with that click to provision experience or expectation, that instant gratification that they're expecting, they can toggle from yours if it does not meet the required, the onboarding process, the support, the payment, whatever it may be process that they envision, they're going to go to the next one. And that may be a sacrifice of some of the features, but that's their decision. So how does a, a vendor, distributor, and solution provider battle that customer experience, right? And making it a great customer experience where they 
don't want to switch. That I, that is the holy grail, um, and that's something I've literally been working on for years of my life uh, on that particular uh, platform that addresses a lot of that. Um, like I said, the starting point is clearly a singular location to procure, manage, get support, and pay for uh, whatever is being purchased. If you do not have that singular point, if you do not have a one username and password, because adding another vendor uh, puts the customer into a vendor management position, but that also gets into a multiple user management position because as easy as it is to procure one service, an enterprise class email system on one side, and then an enterprise class data backup service on the other side, you now have doubled the amount of users and passwords that you have to manage, um, which means that if you implement an endpoint protection, now you've not just tripled, it's now you're moving into the exponential rate of understanding all of the, you're managing all, every, you've, you've tripled the amount of users. And it's not a one plus one equals two scenario. It's a one plus one equals now three, four, five, um, as you add more vendors. So decreasing the operational underpinnings, the one username and password is critical if you're offering services. Um, the ability to have an, an autonomous support system or, the, or, or an extremely responsive support system because people will have questions after hours um, it, that they can get addressed and immediately resolve the situation. Um, the ability to have if, you're, if they in turn are using this product or service to resell to others, the ability to have not just reseller facing hey, uh, material, but customer facing material. So now if a, a distributor or a vendor is selling to a, an MSP, here are the great things that you can do for your customers but that doesn't do anything for the MSP talking to their customers. So here are the great things it does for you. And that, that translation, getting rid of that, it makes it frictionless. Getting rid of that, that friction between the MSP and the customer is just making it that much easier. So it's a good starting point. So one final thought. So, you know, when you think about customers of today, we often think of them as so educated, so aware. They, like you said, they know what they want or they're, they're pretty sure of what they want before they even, you know, decide to buy, right? Are, is the, the, the fact of salespeople and customer service moving away? You know, I'd argue that places like Nordstrom, you know, still have a handle on the fact that they can service people and recommend things and, and take people through a sales process. Is that all going away or, or is it just everybody's kind of changing and deciding when they want help or when they don't want help? Um, I'm going to use an example, and ironically, it's self-defeating in part of the example, <laughs> um, because you would argue that the Amazon marketplace has zero customer service. That being said, there's more customer service at Best Buy. There's the argument that it could be killed, <laughs> depending on your experience with Best Buy. Um, but I've had very good experience with Best Buy, uh, but I've also had no one help me for 15 months. So, so depending on your experience there, you're probably going to get more customer service at the Best Buy. But at the end of the day, they both sell the same things. So the question is, why, why isn't Amazon crushing Best Buy? I think that's the Darwinism of, of being a vendor. You're watching everybody that does not have an expertise or speciality in what they do uh, disappear. They're being uh, completely uh, cannibalized by, uh, cannibalized by, by, by uh, gobbled up by, by the Amazon automation and autonomy and ease of use, ease of convenience. But at the same time, you've got Best Buy having its best years ever. 
because that's what they do. Um, I would also say that using the Nordstrom example is is brilliant because you know they're a hero to their customers. And that's what you want to be. You want to be the hero to your customers. And, and, but heroes aren't born. You know, they're, they're cornered in a situation. And necessity is that mother of invention. So they, at the time when there was no such thing as internet sales or marketplaces, they said, here is the differentiation between the Nordstrom experience and every other store in Sears, for lack of a better term. We are going to be a hero, an advisor to our customers and they will come back because we're not selling them anything. We're both able to sell the exact same thing, but we are advising them and assisting them throughout the process. And that is where Nordstrom made uh, a mark in history because of that. But the, 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 the moral of the story is that if you focus on what you are doing and become good at it, there, there's a huge distinctive advantage that you have over others. You know, I think you bring up a good point and, and a final note, just, hey, you know, that that hero mentality and be good at what you're going to be good at. Right. So I think that there's value in both the uh, full on customer service angle and there is also value in that speedy, fast self-help angle. All right. So we are out of time. Um, hopefully our coffee break was worthwhile. So, Tony, I want to thank you. Um, thank as you always. So um, you do a fa fabulous job on the councils for us. So um, any final thoughts? It's a privilege to be part of CompTIA and I'm happy to share whatever information I have. And uh, if anyone's watching this and not a part of the CompTIA organization, the communities, the, the groups, you have to be. It's an amazing family. All right. Thanks, Tony. Have a great day. Thanks a lot, Chris.